Welcome to the challenge, Ride or Dies. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new season of the Right Reality Podcast. I am Steve. And I am Mixie. We are here to recap episode one of the challenge, Ride or Dies. Don't die for me, Argentina. Don't die for me, Argentina. The oh, truth beautiful. is I never left you. All through That's my fast. something, my something, something. I kept my <laughs> promise. I'm impressed. Well, thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the episode. I hope you guys hey, enjoyed that. congratulations. Re- follow us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that was beautiful, Steven. Thank you. Um, Appreciate it. It was almost as beautiful as all of the songs that were on this season. We're back to good music. Wow. Did we have a collection of music this week, my guys? We had a total of, I believe, 12 songs. 12 straight bangers this week to uh, welcome us into a new season of the challenge Riot or Dies. We'll be doing our music picks a little bit later in the show as well, so be sure you stay tuned for that. You know what we should do, Stephen, is we should make a Spotify playlist of all the songs that come out. What a great idea, Mixie. Uh, you know what? It's already done! I already oh, did my it. oh my god! On top of it! Look at that. Look at that. There's a Spotify playlist, because you know MTV's not doing it. They're not creating that for you, because I already checked their Spotify Nope, nothing. Fucking nothing. Uh, it's like they don't care about anything they fucking do. Also, side note. Oh, yeah. Hey, MTV people who are clearly listening, I've sent you numerous emails. You opened them and you didn't respond. I saw you open them. I saw you open them multiple times and you didn't respond. I'm not going to lie. Screeners would be great. So let's just say for the record, they don't like us and that's fine. We already knew this. <laughs> So whatever, the Spotify playlist is available. If you're a Hotties member, go to the Hotties. The link will be in there. If you're not a Hotties member, A, what's wrong with you? But B, you can go to our Instagram. There'll be a link there. I don't even know if you can link it to Instagram, but it'll definitely be on Twitter. You can we can go put there. it on, on Instagram stories, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, follow the Spotify playlist so we can show them how great we are. Yes. Make sure you're following because these are bangers. It's going to be tough to pick a favorite. I think I know what your guess is, mm-hmm. but I'm not 100% sure because just of the sheer volume of great music this week. Yeah, it is tough. There's a lot of great stuff we got to talk about. Yeah. You ready to get to it? I'm ready to get into it. All right. Coming up on this week's show, Nelson Nelsons and Turbo Turbos. We try to make sense of where Casey and somebody who allegedly claims to be her brother went. <laughs> and you've heard of a love triangle. But have you ever heard of a love square? Ooh. Intriguing. But let's start where a season always starts, Mixie. We haven't seen one for the past couple years, but we had a toast. Well, some people had a toast. That's true. Nelson attempted to do a toast. I would like to now read his toast aloud for the class. <clears throat> If you made it here, you're here to play. But can you really play? We will find out as the game begun. But has it really begun? Yes, it has. 
Put your mother effing drinks in the air. And scene. Whew. This is a beautiful read. <laughs> Thank you. Are, aren't you so ready really? to like start a challenge now? Start a, start a podcast after I gave you that just electric speech? No, Steven, I'm not. I'm confused. Hmm. I'm concerned. Um, I'm honestly very worried about his understanding of the English language. Mm. And past tense and present tense and future <laughs> tense, and what those mean. Yeah. Um, although I, I guess I'm not surprised because it's Nelson. And if he has more than brain cells, I would be impressed. Um, but I felt that this kind of fell on its face. I mean, I, I felt like it was quite possibly the worst speech I've seen on a reality television show in a while. It's not great. Johnny usually gives the speeches. Um, he's not there at the beginning of the season to give the speech. And honestly, I'm kind of upset. I feel like I need a speech to begin the season. I feel like yeah. I need a speech to start this podcast season. And I know I'm throwing this on you completely out of nowhere. But if there's uh-huh. anybody who can just run a speech off their dome, it's you. It's you. Okay. So... Can you can you try to improve on Nelson's just subpar effort with something better to get us and the hotties ready for this season? Well, Steven, I would normally be a little upset with you about trying to put me on the spot like this, but Nelson has set the bar so incredibly low that I truly feel confident that it's impossible for me to fail this uh challenge you've given me. So I'm ready. Okay. Now, okay. Okay. I am gonna preface this by saying I was not prepared, and this is not written down in front of me, and I am not reading it um, directly from my phone right now because that I had no idea this was happening. I trust that you're doing that because I'm looking at you, and you don't have your phone out, <laughs> and you're not looking at it. Absolutely not. So I can confirm to anybody who thinks they might be lying, we might be trying to pull a fast okay. one, that is not what is happening. Thank you so much for, for uh, backing me up on that. Also, I'd like to note that this is 100% from me and was not taken from any other film or uh, motion picture that should be nominated for awards. Nothing of that nature. According to all known laws of aviation, there is no way a bee should be able to fly. Its wings are too small to get its fat little body off the ground. The bee, of course, flies anyways because bees don't care what humans think is impossible. And... And that's and that's how we start the season, everybody. <laughs> Is that from B movie? Absolutely not. Why would you ever think I would take that from B movie, the best motion picture to ever exist? I would never do that. No, you wouldn't. But if I had something from B movie, would still be more inspirational than whatever word vomit Nelson said while on atop a coffee table outside of. What I thought was the Love Island house. Yeah. Looks exactly like the Love Island house. Let's talk about the house real quick. Um, Okay, let's do it. Clearly, whoever the architect was doesn't like a clear straight line. Likes a lot of angles. A lot of acute or obtruse angles. Yeah. Uh, Pool looks kind of small for my enjoyment. I saw a video on... on, uh, the challenge's Instagram, which I just happened upon, yeah. and Mr. J the Handler, uh, BMX legend, 
he said that the location of the home used to be a hotel and they gutted oh. the whole thing and redid it to make this house. Oh my God. But I didn't get hotel vibes at any point. Did he do a house tour? That he did. MTV. Wow. Did do that. Uh, it's I almost want to pause. Although you could tell that they were fixing that house up until the last second because he's walking around and there's like pictures on the ground and still like huge holes in the wall. And I'm like watching it and I'm like, well, if Mr. TJ's there, they got to start recording soon. They wouldn't waste the handler's time like that. No, how dare they? But there were, they were not prepared for him to be doing a house tour. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. And that's, you know what? Not surprising. It's not surprising. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, not surprising at all. I do like the outdoor gym. I love an outdoor gym. Pool looks a bit mm-hmm. small for my enjoyment. I like how there's a hot tub situation that we saw Fessy in already trying to just be Yeah, like, like 10 people can fit in that thing. Yeah. Fessy trying to be as cool as a cucumber. I think Fessy's general idea this season is just not to be the asshole. And um, you know what? Turbo will greatly take that off his hands. <laughs> And 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 run with that flag to the finish line as as he will. But the house looked great. A lot of hidden spots. It looks like there's mm-hmm. some like non bunk bed areas, which I enjoy. Um, can't wait for the sink to get disgusting, as it always does. Great, great challenge so institution. Excited. And uh, yeah, yeah, I like the house. I like the house. The house was nice. Um... The house showed us the classic everybody sprinting in to get the best bed, yeah. which always is so funny to me because how do you know if you're getting the best bed? You like, don't. How do you know? <laughs> I, I would understand it a little bit more you know, like, if there was like one bedroom that was like a king size bed. Mm-hmm. Never happened. Never happened. Yeah. So, no. you know what? It is what it is. I don't think you ever end up in a spot where you want to be. But you know what? Uh-huh. Who, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Well, after the house run-in, we got the beginning of the Love Square. Um, we started with Johnny and Norice and Nelson Love Triangle. Yeah. And uh, Raven is, like, on the outside. And then there's some blonde girl that I already forgot about that, who what her name is, that Nelson. Her name is Olivia. Just... Get it right. She's stunning. She is. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. I'm pretty yeah. sure I smashed that. Oh, and yeah. I would do it again, for the record. Um, but we find out that Norris and Johnny got drunk before the flight there and were making out on the flight. Classic. Love it. All over each other. The second we got into the house. I mean, she's stunning. She is like stupid, pretty like to the (laughs) point where if I was talking to her in person, I would stumble over my words and I'm not even trying to sleep with her. Like, it's just like an intimidating. Um, I'm so torn on this situation because, as we all know, Johnny Non-Bananas, uh, should we call him Johnny Appleseed? <laughs> I like it. I like it a Bananas. lot. I like Johnny Appleseed <laughs> okay. more than I probably should. Okay. Johnny Appleseed here is really putting me in between a rock and a hard place because, yeah. as we all know, I fucking hate Nelson. And Johnny Appleseed... <laughs> Fucking Nelson's ex-girlfriend right in front of him is amazing. And I love it so much. We have Bethan <sighs> with All-Star Shore timeline, which we need to get into as well. Yeah. I'm so 
I'm having such an internal crisis with this because he's being such a playboy and just fucking anybody that's on the show he's on. But also he's fucking Nelson over and I love it so much. So I'm just I'm really <laughs> torn here. So I'm not, I'm not putting my I'm not staking my claim in any part of this square triangle yet. I'm still I'm a free agent here. What are your thoughts on the matter? First of all, congratulations on being Switzerland. Big move for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. My meatballs today. Is that, is that just Ikea? <laughs> yeah, that's an Ikea thing. <laughs> okay. Sorry, everybody. I don't and that's know. Sweden, not Switzerland, <laughs> but okay. Fair enough. <laughs> They're close. Guys, I don't geography. I don't math. Just take it off my list of things. God, I hope this is the first time you're listening to us and you're understanding what you're getting <laughs> from this podcast already. Like 15 minutes in, just pure fire. I mean, they're close. It's SW, Sweden, Switzerland. I mean, honestly, how did I graduate school? Because you were yeah. an absolute beast in basketball and they knew they had to keep you progressing. That is grades. it. Yeah. That they, is it. I- they couldn't take you off the field. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Unbelievable. So, um, yeah, we have to talk about the timeline. We love yes. a cheating timeline, and we love a timeline just love to it. begin with. I have found out the <laughs> timeline. So, Alsa Shore shot around the end of last year. I think it was towards the end of December that they finished last year. Okay. They were filming this season of the challenge. It started in June or July of this year. And I know that because Bill Simmons said he FaceTimed Johnny Bananas while Johnny Bananas mm-hmm. was in a hotel room literally the day before he went into the show. And it was at the time where All-Star Shore or All-Star 3's final was airing, just about. Okay. So that puts us in, I think, July of this year. So okay. we kind of know where that is in terms of the timeline. So we're talking about six months after he broke Bethan's heart. Do you think Johnny Appleseed knew he was going to the challenge while he was on All-Star Shore? I do not think so, no. Okay. I think that's way too far in advance. And I think they kind of needed to see like how he came out of that. I don't know. But I don't think okay. he knew while he was at All-Star Shore that there was that. I think he knew if I go on All-Star Shore, I got a great chance at the, at the challenge. Which he mm-hmm. said he's watched forever and really wants to be on. So there we go. So we know the timeline. We know the timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nelson's partner, Narice. Mixie, I'm yeah. going to give you three options on where you might know her from. And you tell okay. me which one you know her from. All right? Okay. Do you know her from X on the Beach? No. Okay. Okay. We're going to go to option two. Do you know her from Are You the One? No. Then it's got to be from the music videos, right? <laughs> what music videos has she been in? I need to know right now. I got to find Is them. it Drake? I got to find him because I bet might it's be Drake. one of my favorite parts of the whole episode. Was She's like, you might know me from Are You The One or X on the Beach. <laughs> or he said that. You might know her from X on the Beach or Are You The One. She's like, also some music videos I was in. I was like... Honey, nobody knows you from any music no. videos. <laughs> nobody, nobody remembers. I'd say OnlyFans. Anybody from a music video, just about, unless you're no. the band in the music video. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was in some, you might know me from some music videos. No, you don't. I bet it's on her. I bet it's on, does she have an IMDb? She she probably does. She probably does. We will effort those and uh, we'll get back to you. And if we find them, they will be in the hotties just to let you know. So, but yes, this is going to be so interesting. Nelson seems that he kind of maybe was like, uh, I'll hook up with Narice again because I'm Nelson. But Johnny was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to start hooking up with people before the show even starts. Before the show even starts. And you know what? I I I applaud him because we have been missing hookups on this show for a while. And he decided to start it before the cameras were even ready. And I love that. That's a gamer. That's somebody who's ready to support the show, ready to do what's needed in order to make the show better. And I'm here for it. But also, we stand Bethan. We stand Bethan. We and do. we will always stand Bethan. And I am shocked that he did not go for what some people might say is the Bethan clone in Olivia, who Nelson's going after. What I'm saying that's that's I that I thought the exact same thing. I was like, that girl looks so much like Bethan, but then then this that's like completing this like square um, <laughs> or hexagon now. Maybe oh. it's a hexagon. Oh yeah, because. Uh, of Raven's Johnny's partner, Raven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Do we have a love hexagon? I think we have a love hexagon. Wow. Steven, I found your IMDb page. Oh my god. I want you to to just tell me how many music videos she would need to be in in order for her to claim that she's. You might know her from music videos. Just in general, how many music videos? I would say. I'd say you need at least five, at the very least. So that's fair. Um, she's been in one, and it's been, it's Cardi B's Up. Is she was the seashell girl? Is is the Cardi B Up sound when it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up? Is that correct? Well, the correct lyrics are when it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. Oh. But that's okay. Is it referring to a penis? It's it's up for interpretation. That's the mm. beauty of Cardi B's music, and mm. I'm a massive fan. But that's mm. a that's for another time and place. Um, <laughs> it literally has her listed under one music video for Cardi B, and that's it. Okay. So, impressive way to approach it by saying you might know me from music videos when she's only been yeah. in one. And she was a seashell. Yes, and she was a seashell girl. I don't know if that means she was selling seashells by the seashore or right. if she was up like one. Hold on. What's after a hexagon? What's the next thing after a hexagon? I don't know because I don't math. <sighs> it's probably not Am a good I, thing. Is a hexagon correct? <laughs> it might not be. <laughs> Polygon. <laughs> Polygon was five? People were yelling at us. Uh, a, oh, I'm sorry. A pentagon is five. A hexagon is six. Oh, well, we're there. Six. So, yeah, we're it's six. If she was a seashell girl, then she had to be with seashells from Temptation Island. That is a fact. You're Don't right. tell me otherwise. Hexagon. We're backing on a hexagon. <laughs> we got there. 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 Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, fuck. I'm very interested to see how all this goes. I'm just like. I am, too. 
I think it's going to be a mess, and I'm excited for it. Um, Johnny, obviously, Johnny Appleseed is very uh, into just fucking people on the shows he's on. So I'm sure that this will cause massive issues, and I can't wait for that. Um, I did want to touch on one more Nelson thing. Yeah? 51 dailies lost in a row. Is that some sort of record? I don't know if that's an official count. Devin said it, which makes me think it's official, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. But it it could be. It could be. I'm a finally impressed by Nelson. <laughs> it's finally impressed me. Fifty one lost dailies in a row. And I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Although the fact that they brought it up and talked about it multiple times means he's gonna win soon. For sure it does. I'm upset about that. For sure it does. I will I will accept it and grow and learn from it, but I don't want to. Great producing, by the way, to bring it up that early and to show it and mm-hmm. to just lay the groundwork. For for the non, uh, you know, the people who just watch the show and the things just come in their head. They don't think about them too much. I'd love to be that person. Can't do that. You would maybe think that like a person that hasn't seen five to seven seasons of the show would need that information. I mean, very potentially, but I don't know anybody like Potentially. That. I mean, they wouldn't be doing a challenge podcast. Potentially. Yeah, no. And Me neither. No. <laughs> no who credentials. Do who do that? Um. Let's keep moving. While we're talking about dating, let's talk about, uh, I guess, Jay and Michelle are dating. I like Jay a lot. I like him. I think he's going to do well. And I liked Michelle in the first season she was on. She got screwed. Again, I can't remember why, but I just remember she got screwed. I think she might have been brought into that whole list problem, which I was thinking about this. The last real MTV challenge that we watched was Spies, Lies, and Allies, the first one I did with you. And thinking back on how painfully boring that first episode was compared to this one, I'm just like, I get why you were frustrated. Like, I get why everybody was low-key frustrated these past couple seasons we've been watching. Because this this episode one was just light years ahead of, I think somebody in the hotties wrote that episode one blew the entire Challenge USA season out of the water. It was very close. My tweet was from our official twitter at the right reality uh and that's how you do a s- episode one it was so well done but anyways back to michelle and jay i i'm i think they're a good team i'm i'm excited for them and jay seems to kind of be with johnny appleseed on this um rookie alliance that actually seems to be working yeah one thing one more thing that i'll say about jay and michelle before we get to the little rookie alliance that was created from here uh, I love the fact that I think their interviews are going to be classic. They're, they're mm-hmm. already like backing ping ponging a little bit about like, oh, we need better communication. She's like, uh, you're interrupting me when we're saying we need to have better communication. Like, I mean, yeah. what are you doing? I mean, uh-huh. here's something. Do you, do you know? Here's a fun fact. Do you know what Jay and Michelle like to do, Mixie? Talk over each other. They like to do this. We have our fingers in a lot of holes. Ew. Oh, <laughs> you know, they like to do fingers and holes, you know, whether it's rock climbing or other things that we won't mention on this podcast, whatever they do behind closed doors, unless there's a camera in there, we will respect that. Um, the whole I was thinking about rock climbing um, again, I don't rock climb, but I can't imagine that rock climbing is holes i'm pretty sure it's those like little nubs that stick out it's like the opposite of a hole yeah i think they call it 
a hold, H-O-L-D, where they grab onto. Oh. So I think that's where his mind went a little bit, because holes hold. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? But Maybe. funny Maybe. nonetheless. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she seemed to be the rightful girlfriend upset about a comment like that, which I appreciated about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great. I agree with you. I do think that they have great banter. Oh, great banter. I, have... <laughs> I think we're going to have some good back and forth between the two. You know who was a bit of a sneak to me? Um, with some fun one-liners was this Colleen and Kim duo. They seem like a fun time. They seem like they got dropped out of, um, they were going to film House of Dragons or whatever the hell is the new Thrones of Games thing. And they got dropped into the wrong place for filming. <laughs> yeah, there's some something about dragons and swords uh-huh. and beheadings there's ice people i don't know well things there was like a mask a couple days ago i don't know i see bits and pieces of it lots of incest i doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense and it's clearly not a very popular show and it couldn't be based on anything that was popular i don't know who watches it there's probably less people watching that than the challenge so you know absolutely yeah yeah i mean if we were to look at the ratings which we wouldn't do because we don't need to because we know uh, everybody's watching the challenge. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about this duo. So um, Colleen is from a show called The Mole. Did you know about this show before they talked about it? Yes. There's a new season on Netflix right now. If you were her, would you have done the same thing? Would you have lied about the show that you were coming from? Keep in mind, she's in a different country, so it's very unlikely that the people that are there would figure it out. Yes, I would I would for sure lie. If I was on the mole and I was the mole as she was, I would probably mm-hmm. lie because the, the whole thing, as we know, is just not giving people any ammunition or fuel to like want to throw yeah. you in. And so you're playing mm-hmm. kind of a, you know, a back and forth game of if I lie, maybe they will <clears throat> be like, oh, we can't trust you. But, but this is the problem that I had with what Jack said. And whatever, but like the whole idea is like, they're still a rookie, rookie pair. They're going to get put in anyway at some point. It doesn't really matter if she's lying about the show she's on. I actually respect it that you would say, I'm going to try to pull a fast one on these people and just be like, yeah, I was on Love Island. I'm not really a threat. I don't really do gameplay. I don't do really anything like that. I like the move from her. And I think Jax's overreaction of like everything is public record was a bit too much. I didn't really care for it. Although, yeah. Jack's fit later in the episode, Mixie, deserves its own... With a bow tie? Oh, unbelievable. I've never seen that big of a bow tie in my life. What a fit. What an absolute fit. TJ, Mr. TJ's got to watch out this season. He's got somebody who's going to compete with his fits this season, and it is Jack's. He does. I, I'm, I'm curious as to how Jack knew that that's the show she was on i mean i just feel like it's very unlikely thank you that he would have just happened on to that quote public information i don't know that seems a little fishy to me it's fishy and i need more information about how he knew that before he was able to be there now Mm -hmm. the only thing i can think of is that we know that Casey and her brother were removed from the show. 
They didn't say anything else. Mm -hmm. They just said they've been removed from the game. We now know officially from Casey that they tested positive for COVID. With that being said, we now get into, well, okay, they pulled them. How long was the break between them getting tested and them restarting? Did these people get their phones back? If they got their phones back, I can see Jax going on his phone and looking up these people, following them or whatever, and being like, oh, she was lying. She was on this show. Because I don't think he was able to get a cast list before they went on. Well, my thought is because Laurel is such challenge royalty and obviously I don't know. Oh, I haven't witnessed her play yet. I'm excited to see it with all of the hype that all the hotties and everyone is giving her. I'm excited to see her gameplay. But in my mind, I feel like for to get people of that status and the challenge to come back, you've got to be given something. Um, so I personally think that they kind of let Laurel know generally who could be coming to kind of get her more into it or less into it. I don't know, probably trying to get more her more into coming back. So they gave her maybe, you know, these 15 people have already agreed. We have another 87 that we're going to bring in in the next three weeks. So I'll give you that later. But like, these are kind of who we're looking at now. Um, I'm thinking that could be a possibility. I just feel like it's really stupid of them. I agree with you. That's like your idea. It could have happened, but I can't think of a dumber thing than for them to allow them to have internet access after they just met everybody. But I wouldn't put it past them. Here's the line that we draw at this point, because there is so much speculation online about mm-hmm. what happened and how things went after this point in the game. So we know yeah. Casey and her brother were removed. However, yeah, we also have seen trailers where this is again why I don't want to watch the trailer. I get it. That I and do. another reason. That and another reason, which is the ending of the show this week. I, I want to get into no, I want to get into that. Let's talk about it right <laughs> now. How unacceptable. I find it very hard to believe that they can't make an exciting trailer without showing like people's faces. Like you can get people's VO and like have like some blurry footage of people like yelling at each other but when i see devin and fucking tori sitting at a bar and i haven't seen that yet and they're like getting at it obviously i know the second that they're brought into the elimination that they're gonna win and it fully took me out immediately from that whole thing and then there's this whole oh my god who could possibly be walking out behind those three trees that we bought at home depot Oh, my God, it's Johnny Bananas. What? We had no idea. Even though he's in the fucking cast list, he's on in the trailer. Like, why are they ruining their own surprises? It would have been so much better, in my opinion, if they had just dropped the original cast list and people would be like, oh, Laurel's back. That's so great. Oh, Devin and Tori, you know, they've got Turbo and like these, these people would have been exciting. But there probably would have been like, there's no big, big heavy hitters. Like, why aren't there any of the classic like guys that we love to see? Wes and CT and Johnny Bananas. And then they watch the first episode and Johnny Bananas comes out from around the corner. Would have been a way better impact than putting them on the cast list and also showing them in the trailer. I'm pissed. I can't agree with you more. 
I don't see why you would want to ruin that. He did say originally he was supposed to come in as a surprise. And then when this testing thing came out, he said they pulled, quote, pulled Nani out of the house. So was Nani there with somebody else? And they Mm. switched the partners up at this point to bring Johnny in. I don't know. And I don't want to continue to go down that rabbit hole because literally the possibilities are fucking endless. Yeah, endless. That's true. They were saying that Josh was dropped, that Nani was originally with Josh. Listen, we don't know anybody unless Nani has said Josh was at the house. When you say drop, I assume that means before the show even starts, before they get there, yeah. he was dropped. If, if, if Josh was sent home from the show because Casey and her brother tested positive and then they wanted to pair Nani with bananas instead and they kicked Josh out. Listen, I don't like Josh. He's hilarious. He's funny. But that's fucking unacceptable if I'm Josh. Yeah. I don't come back to the show. That's fucked up. They shouldn't do something like that. I don't know if that's what happened, but they can't do it. I, I can't fathom that to be a thing that actually happened. That would be insane. And before people start posting, oh, this is what happened, this is what happened, we don't know. Because, yes, Reddit's got all these fucking theories, but until somebody comes out from production or one of these people in the show said, oh, yeah, Josh was physically there, I saw him, and they go on the record and say that, I can't go into the weeds, guys. I know you want me to go yeah. in the weeds and us to go in the weeds, but the weeds are too thick. The weeds are too thick. They're as thick as Turbo's beard. Okay? I'm not allowed to go on Reddit, so I can't look into it. No, 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 I know. You won't let me get on Reddit. I know. I'm not allowed because I'll get spoiled. Only on Joe Millionaire Reddit are you allowed. And I will be there every day with zero updates on anything. And Temptation Island thing, by the way. For everybody at home who is sticking with us from Temptation Island, there's probably three of you. Uh, our good friend, Mr. Parky Mark, leaves in three days. He's going back to the island. We got a new season. It's island time, baby. Let's, Let's go. go. Also, for our Joe Millionaire hotties, uh, we are in conversation with the best butler buttling of the butt that has ever existed. <laughs> and we're trying to keep tabs on. If he is called to go film a season two, which we all can only hope and dream for. Um, anyways, back to the show we're currently on. Fuck them for ruining everything in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck them for not explaining things clearly. Also, this whole thing that you were just saying about if 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 any of that happened, I don't understand how uh, Casey and her, her brother got kicked out for COVID, and you're gonna we're gonna all sit here and act like Nani wasn't sitting right next to her on the plane. And they didn't have any sort of interaction before they started filming. Like we know Nani was is was there physically because she came out after the, the first week in the zone. Um, but it doesn't make sense to me that like if that's actually COVID, why were they kicked out and then they could be coming back because we saw them in the trailer. It's Nothing Such makes sense. And then was there a stop down in production after they tested positive? Yes. To wait. Uh-huh. And, then- and if so, what you were saying about the them all being able to get that information, that's a big piece of information that we would need to know as viewers. 
that like they got to have a week off where they just like all went back to the hotel and they were in there doing their own thing and they found some information on people like that stuff is important. Like the Johnny Appleseed and Norris on the plane. Like, I'm glad we got that information because otherwise it would have made no sense that they were just automatically making out in the hallway. But like, give us that information. TV. You got to You got to give us a little bit. I again, happy overall with what they did. Um, mm-hmm. but for sure, that was something that, that can be worked upon, um, to continue and close the thread. The next thing is, but we've seen Casey in that trailer, like driving a car or something like that. So do yep. they bring them back later? Do they become like the, and fourth... how is that fair? Thank you. Do they become the fourth couple out? Cause next week seems like it's either going to be Veronica and Jarrell or Jordan and, um, Anissa. Right. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they become the fourth after that, after they clear COVID protocols and they're allowed to come back. Are we just going to keep adding teams each week? If so, this really fucks up Johnny's and um, the rookies plan of just throwing in all the vets, yeah. which, which I liked as as a general concept. Um, mm-hmm. So that really throws them in a, a little bit too much. So who the fuck knows? Do you think this rookie alliance will last? and work especially with exactly what you're saying we know that these other people are going to be coming in and just adding more numbers to the veteran stack of people it doesn't matter that they just got out of veteran because two more just walked right in the fucking door i don't know what do you think do you think it can work i think it can work if they stick to it i'm concerned that um potentially jay and michelle uh are going to get broached by i can see Devin um kind of going over there and be like hey we were friends when you were here last time michelle like let's build an alliance here and i can see a smart veteran or two kind of figuring out what's going on and trying to poach people from the rookie side and then really kind of imploding it from the inside out in that way um, but if they stay strong, I think it's a possibility. And I'm really, really, really excited to see this happen because I remember when we were talking about this a few seasons ago, we were like, oh my God, the rookies are just all standing there being taken out one by one. And they're just like accepting their fate. This is fucking annoying. I'm just excited to see some sort of action on the rookie side and some sort of politicking uh, happening over there. I-, I really want it to work. I do. Because I think it'll just be exciting and fun change. I obviously don't want them to get out certain people because I like them. But I think it's like this. I mean, this first episode with the Kayla knockout, like I, I, I nobody had that on their bingo card. No, I mean, we had a threesome on our bingo card, but we didn't have them getting. I know. Eliminated. I, yeah. I'd like to thank the people in the hotties this week that gave me condolences about <laughs> Kayla's um, untimely demise from the game, especially after she promised her husband sexual favors for him to be quiet, which just an A plus wife move right there. Just, just, just way to like throw the sexuality around. Hey, um, if you just shut the fuck Sometimes up, you gotta do it. I'll do whatever you need to. And he's like, the stuff you won't do at home. She's like, whatever. A plus, Kayla. Just don't fuck me over in this game. And then it didn't matter. I, it felt like a random like a random trigger pull from Johnny and Raven, the people that they called in, they were acting like it was these, this really smart thought out plan. And it was really random to me. I think it got back to Johnny and Raven 
that Kayla and her husband thought that they overreacted too much to winning the daily because they said it, I think, at two different places, Uh-oh. right? Yeah, they did. They did. So I, I put the question to you. Did he overreact to winning the daily? In the challenge world, I think he may have overreacted a little bit. But we take a step back and we learn and grow and, and look at the situation. Johnny Appleseed just came from, I guess, five, six months ago, came from All-Star Shore. And for those of you that for some reason didn't watch All-Star Shore, which don't know what you're doing, go back and watch it. It's fucking incredible. Amazing. Spoiler alert. Johnny Appleseed did fucking terrible at All-Star Shore because he kept getting screwed with partners that weren't very good. And he was very frustrated. And he finally won some sort of competition on television in a while. And I think that he forgot what show he was on. Because, I mean, we think back to All-Star Shore and the celebrations we saw from them. I mean, it, it it was insanity. If any of those people were on the challenge and were celebrating like that, it would be like, what the fuck is going on? So I do think that, Yes, I think it was an overreaction, but considering his history, it made sense to me. If he does it again, then he's just an ass. I agree with you because I also think Johnny has said he's watched this show for a long time. So mm-hmm. if if you had watched this show for a long time, you finally got cast on the show and you win the first daily I think you are allowed to celebrate how you want. Have yourself a ball. Go ahead. Give me a couple let's goes. Because if you're a competitive person by nature and you're up against like 30 people and you win something, you're going to naturally celebrate whether you're thinking about it or not. For somebody like Kayla to be like, well, he's reacting too much is a lot coming from someone like Kayla. I'm sorry, Kayla. I'm sorry, Kayla. You don't get to you, you don't get to do that type of stuff cuz I feel like you got to walk your ass around that uh All-Star uh, All-Star 3 house like you were fucking made in the shade and celebrating wins that your your alliance had and shit like that. So don't don't come to me with that negative energy. Celebrate. Agreed. Have a ball. Enjoy your win because now you get to have the power as a rookie team. Listen, he knows how this show works. Johnny knows how this show works. He knows there's power and that the rookies are going to get voted out. And he was the one who who rallied everybody together and was like, listen, we all know how this is going to go. I have the power. We have to start early. If we don't start early, we're going to be behind the eight ball. And especially Mm -hmm. given the way that the season works out with this draw situation and all this. Yeah. Like the the rookies could be out quicker than ever given what it is. Mhm. Now in his deliberation with all the four teams was he a little much in there? Yes, I'll give him that. Yeah, that was annoying. I I fully agree with you. That was so annoying. And it was just like it was rinse and repeat with what, him. What did he say? What did he say? was who, the first couple in was was who? Oh, Kayla, oh, it was Kayla and her or husband allegedly was the first couple in. He goes, "Do you know why you guys are here?" And she, they're like I don't know. No. Come on, man. Come on, man. Well, what are you guys gonna do for us? And like Tori's like, I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> we're 
You're in the driver's seat. You let us know what you need. Well, also, Kayla and Sam, when they, again, we don't know when they were doing these ITMs, but they said in the ITM, I think Sam looked at Kayla and was like, would you actually protect them? And she was like, absolutely not. That that could have also gotten back to them um, that, you know, they were saying yes to their face and then going behind their back and saying that they weren't going to do it. I mean, it's just not a smart move. Obviously, now with hindsight, knowing what was happening once we got to the zone, the zone, the zone, auto zone. Do we do we need a sounder for the zone this year? Oh, we might need a, a zone sound. It's just me and you. Like we hired the same person who did ass of the week. Oh, uh-huh. well, guys, you might same. have a treat next week. The who zone. knows? Or two weeks from now? Probably two weeks from now. It didn't seem smart to me to call that many veterans in on the first go of not knowing what was going to happen. Even before I knew about the draw and all of that stuff, it just didn't seem like a smart play to me to do that. But We'll see. We'll see if this fucks them in the long haul. Because she said his partner was like, should we like agree that all the rookie rookie teams are safe? And he's like, no, listen to me. We're going to put in three veteran pairs. And then for them not to realize we're throwing in all veterans, we'll throw in one rookie rookie. And I'm like, yeah, that'll throw them off. (laughs) That'll throw them off for sure. For sure. That'll throw them off. They didn't even care about that. They were so like in shock that Laurel and Devin and <laughs> them were like down there. Unbelievable. Yeah. That, yeah. They won't figure it out that there's three yeah. and one in there. No clue. So let's talk about since we're, we're here on like this voting structure and stuff. How do you how do you feel overall about the structure of the voting system and Throwing people in because a lot. I mean, I have read a lot of things in the hotties this week, and uh-huh, it seems too. like a lot of people are saying this is going to be very, very convoluted and hard to follow. Yeah, where's your headspace? I think it will be. Personally, I like this better than um, the algorithm situation. Um, Excuse I, me, the perfect algorithm. I'm sorry, you're right. The perfect algorithm that is not a person. I no, and never lies. Never couldn't couldn't happen. No. I personally like the choice. I agree with everybody saying that it's going to be confusing. It's going to be confusing. Fully agree with that. But the amount of like strategy that's going to have to be behind like the person that won and picking the four people and like, how do you want to pick those four people? And then like, you might want to put somebody in that four that you like sort of trust so that they can pull the safe dagger and put the other team in that you want to put in. I mean, you got to be really smart about the these four teams that you're bringing to the investigation or whatever the fuck they called it, um, the interrogation room, uh, whatever it. the hell. Yeah. Um, these fucking names are so so stuck about talk about convoluted. It was an interrogation. Well, they have a deliberation first, uh-huh. and then there's an interrogation, uh-huh. and then there's a selection. And then there's the yeah, draw. that's in the zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The selection is that's in also in the zone. The zone. And then there's a draw in the zone. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot of moving pieces here. And then after the draw, there's a safe, like a saving situation where the person that pulled the safety dagger gets to save the other person. I mean, it's a lot. Um, 
I, it's definitely a lot. And I agree with people's comments on that. Um, I think it'll be, as Jay said, very messy. And I think that'll cause a lot of issues, which will be fun for us as viewers. Yeah, yeah, However, sure. yeah. this does bring back the issue that we had with spies, eyes and allies. If you lose, if you come in last, if you quit, if you decide you don't want to finish the daily, there really isn't, unless you're brought into the interrogation, there really isn't much yeah. um, forcing you to try to at least finish the game. Yeah, there's no and penalty. that I don't like. Because we're going to have more people like Amanda just, you know, standing at the bottom of the ladder and talking to TJ and like not accomplishing what they need to accomplish. Great point, especially on like a week where you could maybe help somebody else win. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a thing. What I see this as is I, I think every year that they switch this, is a year that production is trying to get ahead of the competitors. Because what we've seen recently, and the reason for like partner switches and stuff like that, which was our idea, no big deal, um, is that the alliances run the games, especially when there's two alliances run the game. So they switched it to like teams, three or four teams. Mm-hmm. Now that they've gone back to like pairs, you're still going to have the coupling up as we saw. Mm-hmm. But this is a way to try to bust alliances, I believe. Because yeah. let's say this is an alliance-heavy uh, game where there's two factions. There's the rookie faction and the vet faction. Well, in this mm-hmm. week, you had a rookie team win. You could put in four vet couples. And what you're basically signing on at that point is is that one vet couple is going home. You're going to get one in your yeah. numbers if you throw in all four, right? Mm-hmm. Now, whether that's mm-hmm. the one you want to go home or not is a different story. It doesn't matter that they're going to come back against you because they were going to come back against you anyway. I hate that. They're like, well, I don't want them to be angry at me and come for me. They were going to come for you anyway. So anyway, now it, you're yeah. guaranteeing one out. And now you're putting the pressure on those other three to maybe be angry mm-hmm. at the other team. We're all in the same alliance. You should have had my back before yep. you had what's your name's back when you got the safety thing. So maybe there's going to be infighting, especially more with veterans. And it just, I think, helps to break up a potential very solidly heavy alliance that's one sided. So I like mm-hmm. that. Um, big congratulations to production for being able yeah. to somehow figure out and the absolute victory of having Devin and Tori pick the one that didn't have any writing on and then Laurel and Jax pick the one that didn't have any writing on to get the amazing reveal when Colleen and Kim pulled that one that said safe for everybody to lose their minds. Yeah, they got real lucky with that. I'm curious if they kind of like pointed or set people in front of certain ones. I, I don't know. Maybe they just got lucky. Yeah, I think they did. I guess we can't really assume that they did anything because as we discussed before, this is a game for money and they can't insert themselves to a certain point. So I'm ex- I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to add another level of drama here. I think we're really going to have a very fucking good season and I think this is going to help bring that um that being said, I agree it's going to get confusing and convoluted. It, it will, but I, I think that the the plus is that way the minuses in my point in my view and there's also like a, a i like the idea this is like a small little bit of it that you are able to see the elimination before you have to pick the team that you want to go in 
So there's also that little nuance of if you really want, let's say, Johnny out and you know Johnny's weak at puzzles and you see there's a puzzle down there, that you can automatically select Johnny to go in. And then as like part of the veteran alliance, if you're like, we've we've known this before with All-Stars, you're like, hey, we got to get Johnny out of here or Jordan out of here. If they get to mm-hmm. a final, they're winning. So mm-hmm. let's put them in their weakness. And the other two vet teams within there are able to like do something like that. I don't know. It gives us options, and I still think from week to week, it's going to make it less predictable for us, the viewers. So I'm willing to deal with the convolutedness of how many moving pieces there are in order Mm -hmm. to get a little bit more unexpected results out of that. Yeah. Well, speaking of unexpected results, I want to talk about the daily before we get into the actual elimination that was in the zone. The zone! (laughs) What did you think of the daily? I didn't mind it. I thought, you know, I didn't think about this at first, but I like the fact that it's a subtle reminder, even though the rest of the reminders uh, of this thing, which I definitely did not like. Let me tell you one thing I did not like first. I just like the fact that they needed everybody on the show to tell us what they felt the meaning of ride or die was. Everyone, oh. everyone interviewed was like, well, to me, a ride or die is. I think lie. we I get kinda it. Zoned out. We we got yeah. it. We understand what a ride or die is. If if it's like telling a joke, if you have to explain the joke, it's not a good joke. Yep. If you have to explain yep. what ride or dies is, not a great concept for the show. <laughs> and also, yep. some of these people aren't ride or dies. Uh huh. And you guys are just like forcing them to try to pretend like they are. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, I would agree. Kayla and her husband, ride or die, they're married. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, some of them are just like, hey, we, like we were both represented by the same, same agency, and not the same. Nam came in and was with some German woman, <laughs> some Love Island German woman, and I was like, you two met ten minutes ago. Like, there's who knows? There's no way. I mean, they're both from Germany. So I'm, I imagine they might know each other, but come on, I I mm. I get it. I don't need a concept every year. I don't need a theme every year. Yeah. Let's do this idea as partners, but let's not call it ride or dies. You know, yep. I, I don't know. I don't know why we need a concept every year. Anywho. I agree. Uh, I didn't like the fact that everybody had to explain what ride or dies was. Back to the daily. Um, there was like little nuances of each one of those was where it was like you had to know something about your partner. It's like their name, your number, the letters in your name, and multiply. Or but you didn't because they were also there and involved. So like they could tell you, hey, I'm 32, and then Nelson could be like, I'm 48. Wait, no, I'm not. I'm 27. Wait, I don't fucking know what numbers are. So like it wasn't really like a like a. Like a you have to know your partner situation because you could just ask them. They were standing right next to you. I'm hoping later there is like a newlywed game type vibe. Where I like they uh, ask you know it's coming. Question. It has to. And then they get dropped from a building. I'm sure, or they like get run over by a car. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that's gonna come. Up. Bit much, Mixie. It's the challenge. It's the challenge. What are you gonna play a safe? You gonna, you gonna play a scared game? Whatever the fuck that means. So you didn't like the daily. I was disappointed by the daily. I just feel like this whole 
run into some sort of pit and and collect something that has a number or a symbol or something or other that matches what you need and then bring it back and put it down like that's just so it's the same song and dance every time like i mean let's go back to uh challenge usa there was that one elimination where they had to like untangle all those weighted balls that had certain numbers on them I mean, it's just like the same song and dance to me. It wasn't physical enough, in my opinion. If you're going to do that, then only have like four balls that have the number three and have people literally fight each other for it. It just seemed a little weak. Like it could have been a little bit more polished. Um, I was entertained by it. And again, maybe it's because there's, there's 88 people and there's too many people in the pit and they couldn't like, for legal reasons, have them fight over stuff because there's too many motherfucking people in this motherfucking show and we'll have to wait a little bit for that and that's fine. But it just, I feel like it was, it wasn't, it wasn't finished. I feel like they got to a, they got an idea, they got the balls in the pit and then they were like, okay, this will work. We don't have enough time to, you know, make this a little bit more challenging. I don't know. It just, it didn't do it for you. Also like if they had to like, climb up or like get on the other person's shoulders to like put the ball like hang the balls higher i don't know it just was very it just seemed honestly a little too easy in my opinion for the flagship show i could see that that challenge that daily being on usa Mm. i think it was a good first daily challenge i agree that it should Mm -hmm. not maybe be a mid-season challenge but when you have that number of people, it's got to be something a little bit like easier. It can't take too long. Like you're looking for the visuals of like everybody like running into something together. It's similarish enough that it's uh, noticeable, but not like brand new, and it's hard to follow. Like you kind of get it. You're just trying to see who's ahead. I think they could have done a better yeah. job of showing who had what what time with like like little stats of how many people finished and how close it was because it did look like some people were much closer than others we didn't really see that until jay and michelle were trying to run over and what's her name is ball dropped off the yeah, thing yeah i mean it was very it was very confusing as to where people were at because i don't know if i've said this yet or not there's too many people on the show no you have not said and that we yeah. can't follow that many people it's just hard. It's hard. I get why there's that many people. People are like, basically, get shut fuck up. I get it. I get why there's that many people, but like maybe edit it in a way where it's a little clearer. Like I did like that overhead shot you're talking about where they have like the arrows pointing to where people were at. And yeah. like, yeah, I would have liked more of that or like just the list on the side or even like a scrolling like CNN scrolling on the bottom of like, <laughs> this is how many, you know, this per this group is on, you know, Question number two or whatever. Something to make it a little bit more clear as to where things are at. But who knows? They could have been like running away with it. And that's why they didn't show us. I don't know. But I do know that as uh, Raven and Johnny Appleseed were running to hang their balls on their trophy wall, we got an upskirt shot Whoa. of Raven as she dropped her ball oh. and she will be crowned the very first Pass of the week. It was a beautiful GoPro upskirt. 
Wow, a rookie getting the award. It was great, and she deserved it. She got some nice jiggle. It was slow mode down, which I mean, I can't, I can't say no to a slow mo ass jiggle on a GoPro that's on the ground shooting upwards. I mean, that's just that's the classic formula. It is. It 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 meets all of your criteria that you've spent months unwrapping on this show for us. This is this is not. You guys might think like, oh, Mixie just watches the show. Oh, and is whatever ass she sees, she decides to give it ass the week. No, no, no. There's so much science behind this. There's a lot of calculation. In fact, there's a whole other team outside that you guys don't even know about that I have to like send my information to and they go through it on their end and then give it me back. You know, I got a whole legal team making sure that there's no way that I can be put into any sort of issues with crowning this person ass of the week. There is no marketing team, however. No marketing team. Damn, that's a good one. Nobody else will understand that, but God, I love it. Um, no marketing team, but tons of legal. <laughs> I got you good. I got you good. Oh, fuck, Steven. Fuck that guy. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. That was fantastic. I love that a lot. <laughs> let's let's talk about another situation here that needs discussing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turbo might physically harm someone again this year. We're in the turbo. We're into the turbo talk. Okay. Okay. Turbo talk. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Turbo talk time. You like him. You're in. You're in on turbo. I like him. I like him a lot. Like, <laughs> I really like him. I am so in on turbo. I love that shit, though. Like, and again, guys, I don't know what he's done in the past. I'm not caught up on all of that jazz. Did he overreact every single time that he, that he was put on screen? Yes. Absolutely. Was it amazing? Yes. yes. I'm sorry, but it was. It was. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. I'm slightly scared for the whole cast, but like in an entertaining way, so it's fine. And I'm sure that there's security there. I'm sure they beefed it up a little extra when they when he agreed to come. I can understand if you're there, if you're Devin or you're Laurel, if you're anybody else who has to live with this man, how this could be yeah. just an unstable environment to be in and how that could be very waning that you can't say anything to this man without him flying off the chain and not understanding. This is also part of the reason why maybe it's not a good idea to have people in where this is their second language or their third language that they're learning is English and they don't understand Uh the nuances uh in this. I think production thought, all right, he's calmed down. He's bringing his girlfriend who I will be shocked if we get more than 10 words out of this year. I don't feel like there's any situation where she's going to be able to say anything without him. She knows her role. It is to basically just stand there. Be his partner and be and show up to the dailies. She will have no input. She will not be allowed to say anything, which is another issue in of itself. But yeah, if you're yep. there, this is as as Devin said, he's the worst wedding invite of all time. Yeah, he is. But I mean, so like the the Laurel situation with the champagne, I honestly think she didn't do it on purpose. And that was just kind of like an insane blow up. Devin knows Turbo. For Devin to make that comment about the dagger, like, what are you expecting? What kind of response are you expecting? I think he thought he would enjoy it. I thought he would enjoy it. It was funny. It was funny, but like, you can't, 
freak out about it. And then he also was like, oh, I, I made the joke because of, of your martial arts background. That's not why you made that joke. Yeah, probably not. You made that joke because you think that he is going to murder people with a dagger. Yeah, that's why you made the joke. He, I mean, if you look at his Instagram, he does do a lot of like martial arts movements and stuff like that. But still, I think that was that was his out. But yeah, I was like, hey, these are real turbo just to let you know. What do you mean? Yeah. Pussy chicken? Pussy chicken? <laughs> by, by the way, how do you feel about the term pussy chicken? Oh, pussy chicken. I love it. I love it so much. What a catchphrase. Upset that I didn't think of it first, but I'll allow him to take it because he came up with it. I just want to know what a pussy chicken is. Is it a chicken with a gaping vagina or is it a bunch of pussies put together that make a chicken? Oh, my God. Can you explain to me which one it is? I cannot. Do you know? Is it is it somebody's pussy is a chicken? Oh, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. I, I cannot answer that question. <laughs> Nor do I fail. Maybe the hotties can help me. I, I let's hope so. Let's hope the hotties can can help us out with that answer. Yeah, hotties, let us know. Yeah, let me know how you feel about that and what your thought is on that. What is a pussy chicken? Speaking about things that are also entirely too confusing, our, our good boy Nelson is back, and Nelson is you know hanging out with Olivia, who is stunning, by the way. And again, yeah. uh-huh. I will probably confuse myself and call her Bethan at some point during the show because she's got the lashes, the boobs, the hair, everything. She does. The same, same eye color. Yep. Carbon copy, which not mad about. So him and Olivia she's are talking. Just missing the banta. Just missing a, le- a bit of banta. <laughs> They're talking at the club, which can we go on the record of saying this year is not in the house. Are we going to officially say that this year? I would like a little bit more footage, but I can I can get down with that thought process. Okay. So it is still undetermined whether the club this year is in the house or outside of the house, unlike a few seasons mm-hmm. ago where it was definitely in the basement of in the, the basement. house. Yep. Okay. Yes. We will mm-hmm. we will circle back around. We'll put a pin in that. Okay. And come back to that at another point in time. So they're at the club slash bar, which may or may not be in the house to be determined at a later point in time. And they're talking and she's like, you know, he's Horatio's a little bit more quiet and, and shy. And I'm like big time out there and a flirt. And Nelson said the following. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're going to hear some audio from the show right now. You're not going to hear audio from the show right now. I had to watch this 17 times and turn the closed captions on to to write down what Nelson said. Because upon the first 14 <sighs> viewings of this, I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. That can't be right. And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, well, you're right. It doesn't make sense. So that has to be what he said. He said the following, and now I quote, two people can't drive a car, can they? Only one person can. Take drive of that mother effer seat put the gas on it's so like my insides are coming out like i just i hate it so much the cringe level of this man is unbelievable one more time because i know you might have blacked out after hearing that so welcome back to the right reality I'm, again 
And yeah. you're just, I have a lot of brain cells to get rid of because my brain is so huge. Yeah. But like we're getting, we're hitting the point where I, I might be maxing out the amount of brain cells I can lose to this man today. Security from Big Brain Villa stepping in and be like, only one more time, Steve. <laughs> only one more time. We cannot hurt the mayor. Like, all right, here we go. Oh my God. Two people can't drive a car, can they? Only one person can. Take drive of that motherfucker seat. And put the gas on. Can we discuss that her response to that was, you're so smart or something like that? It was exactly those words. That was right. What it was. She's like, you're so right. You're so smart. And I'm like, you two are perfect for each other then. They got to be blackout drunk. <laughs> I think she like thought that whole other words that were being said. And it like she she was standing there and hearing. Yeah. You know, you, you're working as a team, but like sometimes you just got to take the reins and like be the leader of your team. Yeah, but instead he said, "Put the gas on." And two people can't drive a car. Can they? Uh, I mean, it could have been one of those driver ed, those drivers ed cars where like the passenger seat has the brake and the gas that you can like override with. Yeah, that would have been a great rebuttal for her. She'd be like, you know, unless you're in driver's ed and you know the the teacher's got the the car with the extra brake pedal and stuff and he'd be like oh I'm yeah sure. i'm sure she said it i'm sure she said it yeah, and they, they cut, cut it out they cut it out that's why it, the whole thing didn't make any sense yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. i'm glad we got to the bottom of that yeah what else would you like to talk about would you are you ready to talk about elimination i'm ready to get into the elimination i have a bone to pick about the elimination let's hear it we have unfortunately lost the one good thing that was a part of the challenge USA. There is no glory hole hallway and (sighs) it's heartbreaking and it's hard to watch. But what made it even harder to watch is that they replaced it with the tree aisle at home Depot. Yeah. The trees that they're walking through still are like in the bags. They just bought like a tree that was planted like four months ago and just lines like maybe four of them. You're going to go from a glory hole hallway to the tree aisle at Home Depot. Really? The zone? The zone is not going to have a glory hole hallway? What kind of show are we watching right now? It made me question everything. I thought we were watching like a high school production there for a little while because I'm like, this looks a little... Looks a little subpar. Looks a little low production value here. Challenge. Like, were you caught off guard? Like, did your people also get COVID? What's happening here? I I don't like this. (laughs) I don't like this at all. I want a glory hole hallway. Everybody wants a glory hole hallway. Long live the glory hole hallway. It was disappointing. I thought for a second, Mixie, I was like, give us the glory hole hallway. Just give it to us. I would have I would have screamed like That's, I would have I would have caused the scene while watching it if we had a glory hole hallway. That's how we would have started the episode, honestly. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. God, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. And I really had a hard time focusing from there on out. And like the whole Johnny Bananas, Nani like reveal, you could see it even worse than when. The other ones walked out at the beginning of the zone part. The zone. <laughs> it was upsetting to, to say the least. They didn't even plant the trees. It just it made me mad. <laughs> You're right. It looks like a high school production of a play. If we put enough lights and smoke back here, 
no one will know that there's no depth of field in this shot. And it looks like they just <laughs> stepped from behind the psych wall and just right onto the set. Oh, my God. We knew what was going to happen here because we saw Tori talking to Jordan later on in the in the season at some point. So we knew Kayla and Sam were going to lose. Um, Mom of the Frank, who you'll hear from in just a few moments, had a great question right. to me when I was talking to her about this episode. And I want to ask you, because I thought it was such a great question by Mom of the Frank. If you... Uh, we're in either of these two teams positions would you have tried to like mm-hmm. remove all the balls from the middle to begin with or would you have just done like one at a time like what would have been your approach to this i mean i don't know what i would have done in the moment but looking at it it's smarter to get the balls all out from the get-go and try yeah. to keep them like in a line and you know go from there, I think that was Kayla and Sam's downfall is they went one ball at a time and Devin and Tori or what is it? Dave and Dave, they, um, they went to get all the balls out of the middle. And every time you kind of would flash between the two, uh, mazes, you could see that their stuff was just collectively moving. It was slower than Sam and Kayla's original ball, but I mean, they they ran away with it at the end because they had all of their balls way wider out on the maze than Kayla and Sam did. Important follow up. Does Devin look like a Dave? He looks like a fuckboy frat guy, but I don't uh, Dave doesn't like Chad. Yeah. Brad. Something like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Dave. I, I just don't see frat boy Dave's. I don't know any frat boys named Dave. Dave to me is more like a quiet guy. Like, oh, that's don't worry about that. That just Dave. I agree. It's just Dave. Like Dave's like a more reserved guy. You're right. Like a Chad, like a bro type frat guy. Kyle. Kyle. Maybe a Billy, even. You know? Mm-hmm. You're not saying Dave's getting the beer pump. Like no. Dave's setting up beer pong. No, no, Chad's setting up beer pong. Chad is definitely Dave setting up beer pong. Is making fake IDs and selling them on the black market. Like that's what Dave is doing. Dave is your weed guy. Dave is the one that's the treasure of the frat the frat house that actually is just buying and selling drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Dave might have the rich parents that are able to just like he's got the credit <laughs> card. So he's getting the top yeah. shelf liquor. But he's not like the party guy. He is like mm-hmm. the guy who's facilitating things for the frat. Yeah. Like Dave's the one in the frat that when the police come, he comes out of the house and goes, do you know who my dad is? That is Dave. That's Dave. That's for Dave. sure. That's Dave. And Devin's that guy. Devin walks up to the cops. Hey, guys. How's it going? Sorry about it. I know. Yeah. They're awful. I get it. I apologize. Mm-hmm. My grandfather, police officer. <laughs> I get it. Brother, firefighter. I get it. Mm-hmm. I'll deal with it. Dad in the army. Yeah. Dad, dad, lawyer, dad, lawyer. Oh, dad, lawyer, dad, lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the money. Uncle, lieutenant. Uncle, yeah. for sure, lieutenant. Yeah. Or retired <laughs> Or kicked off the force, something along those lines. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Dave, not regular frat guy. 
No, no, yeah. not fuckboy Fred Dave. No, I no, agree. no. Uh, Dave for the, our Los Angeles audience. Dave is definitely a fuckboy. Dave is a fuckboy name for Los Angeles, for sure. Yes, he's a fuckboy, but he's not a frat like no. a frat star. Fuck yeah, boy. yeah, yeah. Dave yeah. is just not it. No, not it, not it, not it, not it. Did no. you like this like elimination situation though? First, I did. It was fun. It yeah. Was, it's like a, it was, I, I liked the, I liked the zone. The um, zone. I really enjoyed being in the zone. The zone. It was a good time. But uh, once Kayla said that Devin had this in her, his coffee table, I was like, mm, it seems like <laughs> things were put in place for a certain reason. You know, can you imagine production just shitting themselves knowing they have Jordan waiting in the wings? And they're like, is mm-hmm. Tori going to get eliminated before Jordan shows up? Because this is not yeah. what we need. This would be the least best scenario we could envision at this point. Is Kayla and her husband yep. stay in and Devin and Tori leave for the first first daily, first elimination. I, I, for like a split second, was excited for that possibility and then immediately remembered the trailer. And I was like, <laughs> it's not happening. But it would have been iconic for those two to go home in the beginning. Can you imagine how happy Turbo would have been? Oh, pussy chicken. Turbo would have been in the backyard shooting guns off. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, I told you to not do my, to not do. And now that I'm imitating him, I realize I'm on his list now. And I apologize, Turbo. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Please don't come for me. Hey, Turbo, I love you. I, I will... I will blindly approve all of your actions from this moment forward. <laughs> she co-signs for you, Tara. She co-signs. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, finally, we did talk about it briefly about um, Johnny Bananas coming in with Donnie to shake up the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Again, we don't know if this was always the plan. Uh, Jordan said in his interview that he was contacted by production at some point and they said the season's already crazy, so... Whether he was brought in later to fill a void by one of these pairs. Because, again, Casey, this is where it gets weird. And we talked about this when we had our phone call. Casey leaves mm-hmm. early on with her brother, and they bring in two teams to replace, which is weird which, how they would add a team. So that like adds to the fuel that there was actually like another team there that they also replaced mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. I, I will say I think having Johnny on the show is great. Devin appeared very happy to see him because he's like, great, I don't have to carry this whole fucking show at this point. Uh, this is going to yeah. be fantastic. Like, we can, like, both, like, be the narrators here at this point. And I just think the show is mm-hmm. better when Johnny's on it. When Johnny's on the show, when CT's on the show, um, when Devin's on the show, when Laurel's on the show, when certain people are on the show, it just makes the show better and they need to make sure they're continuing to grow their new talent so they can be the people that take this and and run this forward and the same with nani when nani's on the show i think it's better um and we'll see what happens with that and how that kind of falls into place and whether they're going to bring somebody new in each and every week which would be very interesting and i don't know which then why you would do that keeps our numbers so high right right Right. I like think something happened. How show is there? Yeah, I think something happened early on, and they had to do just a complete shuffling of the deck. I think so, too. I think we're going to lose a lot of teams not to eliminations. We've already basically had two replacement teams come in. 
we've had two replacement teams come in for one team being dropped and then another team was eliminated so since the show has started we have gained two teams <laughs> we had an elimination and we've gained two teams yeah you're right we've gained two teams we've gained two teams in in season in episode one we've gone up two teams with also having an elimination how are there going to be like they there has to be a mass exodus at some point i think there's going to be some people quitting i think there might be some some injuries and stuff like that i I don't really know Mm -hmm. whatever happens i'm game for it i'm ready for it i'm excited to have the big show back i i hope that episode one is a preview of how the season will play out uh because it was very entertaining yeah now before we get to music uh, Mom LaFrank is back. If this is your first time listening to this, first of all, thank God you've made it this far. Yeah, what a trooper. Welcome to the right reality. The Mom the One Chance Podcast. And my mom likes to give takes every week. She watches the show. She's been watching for a long time. And here we are. This is her take for this week. Um, to set it up, she hated Challenge USA and she stopped watching it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom LaFrank, what you got? Hi, it's Mama Frank with my take of the week. So very happy that the real challenge is back, not some watered-down USA version where, oh, my God, they had to eat an onion, and only one person really finished the final. Even TJ didn't show up on the mountain. I hope that never happens again. On this season, I'm loving the theme, Ride or Die. The first challenge proved that most of the peers seem to know a lot about each other, even though some of them had to use their fingers to count. Secret, I still do that. And then there was Mixie's fave, Nelson, who doesn't even know how old he is. Casting did a good job with their vet and rookie choices, except Turbo. Not sure who was thinking he might have changed, but obviously he has not. Pissed off with Laurel because she didn't pour him a glass of champagne first, And when Devin tried to make a joke just before the elimination, Turbo was throwing a fit again. We all like a little drama during the show, but I don't even think his ride or die will be able to calm him down. I give it a couple more weeks for him to explode or when Jordan shows up. That's my take of the week. Bye. We we didn't really talk about the fact that Nelson forgot his age. And where that ranks on Nelson Nelson. Nelson Nelson. I can't say it. He he keeps one-upping himself. I mean, we could have a whole fucking episode about how stupid this guy is. It's (laughs) impressive. And he hasn't won a daily. 51 dailies. I can't. I just, I, and they keep calling this motherfucker back. And then he does this horrible (laughs) speech. I, this is why he's getting the call though. This is why he's getting the call. This is why he gets the call. He can't remember his age. And then Nelson, and then, then fucking Devin's like, you can't remember your age, Nelson? Ah, oh, that's a tough owl. That's a tough owl. <laughs> and he was just like, ah, I can't remember how old I am. I will say for the record, however, there was times in my like low 30s that I'm like, am I 32? Am I 33? Am I 30? What age am I? But I didn't say I was an age before like i i like confirmed that you know what i mean i'll agree with you uh fun little mixed story when i was in eighth grade my mom was like oh you can fill out your paperwork you're an adult put the wrong year down for the year i was born and completely fucked up all of my paperwork in my in my grade school so 
I can't as much as I want to give him shit for it. I've been there. I'm still not 100% sure how old I am. But that being said, exactly what you said, I would have if I took a solid minute and thought about it, yeah. I could have figured it out. Yeah. I've been like all right, 84, 84, carry the one, carry the one. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. The, I would like the, to know how many years off he was because if it's one, okay. I think it was one. But if he was like three, that's bad. I think she said, you're 32, Nelson, not 33. And he's like, yeah. She's like, Nelson. And he's like, ah, sorry. <laughs> Good shit. Oh, fucking hell. Steven, we got to get into music and then... um. Do, are, do we think we're going to have previously on for this uh, season of the challenge? I think we might. And I think we'll, we will have to take a guess at those at the end. Okay. Okay. Cause I have one prepared, but let's do music first. Let's do music. So if you guys have been with us for a little while, you know that uh, we do some music. We go through the uh, music from the episode and pick our favorites. We usually play them all. We're not doing that with 12 songs and probably wouldn't even do it with six this year. We're trying to keep this a little bit more train moving for you. Um, so we have 12 songs. I'll read off all the names of the songs so you can remember what they were. Me and Mixie will pick our favorites. We'll play a little snippet and then we'll tell you why it's such a good song. So we're going to start with Poison, Nothing But A Good Time. That was the first one on the boat. Then we went with Ace of Bass, The Sign, a classic. Uh, my girl Dua makes an appearance with Calvin Harris with One Kiss. Uh, a great song from uh, Night at the Roxbury, What is Love, Holiday, uh, Hadaway. Mm-hmm. We get a little Depeche Mode, Never Let Me Down Again. Uh, Robin's Dancing on My Own makes an appearance, as well as uh, L.E.N. or Len Steal My Sunshine. Uh, group Love, Tongue Tied is also in this, along with my, Mike Posner's Cooler Than Me, a song I was not aware of from Vince Staples called Big Fish, Fall Out Boy, My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark, and uh, finally we finish with a little Luda stand-up. This is his second appearance in two, or three seasons. He was in All-Stars uh, 3 with stand-up as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Mixie, I throw it to you, your selection of song. This week is whom? Well, um, pretty sure I picked him in All Stars three, and I will continue to pick him again. Is one of the kings of two thousand R and B. Go ludicrous, stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> but the aggressive, the aggressive version. Yes, the uh, non-radio edit, which is a very uh, different yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you picking, Steven? Listen, there there were so many times where I'm like, that's my song, that's my song, that's my song. And sometimes... There were good ones. There were good. Yeah, here's the thing. If you know anything about me, you know I love Dua Lipa. She is... Probably mm-hmm. number one on my depth chart right now. Just, I, and you're thinking above Taylor Swift? Maybe. That's how much I'm in love with Duo right now. Well, that's a good choice. She is just. She doesn't miss. Oh, my God. She's just so cute and attractive and funny. And the accent, the banter, 
from Dua is just on another level. In the music, on top of it, like she just does not miss in all aspects: clothes, body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Yeah. Like all of it. Fashion, her selfie game, the amount of photos she posts on mm. IG on a regular basis, unparalleled for a celebrity at her level. Just unparalleled. Yeah. yeah. However. Oh, 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 curveball. When Robin dancing on my own or call your boyfriend is an option, you run with it. You run with it until somebody blows the whistle and tells you stop running. So my choice is Robin dancing on my own. I'm right over here. Why can't you see me? Oh, I'm giving it my all. I'm not the girl you take it home. I keep dancing on my And if you if you are not able to hear that song and dance, something's wrong with you. I'm sorry. If you just were listening to the number one and you heard that song that we just played for you and you didn't just do a little dance, please DM us and, and make sure like we need to check on you to make sure. OK, yeah, we all, we need to have a conversation to make sure you're, you're doing all right, because I don't understand how you can. Not. Yeah, we need to check what's going on in your like home life where you didn't start dancing mm-hmm. because of that song, mm-hmm. because that's what it's there for. Straight banger. Straight banger. Sla- a slap a rooski. Oh, slap a rooski. I like that one. <laughs> so if you want the playlist, it's in the hotties. Uh, if you're on Instagram, you can check that. There's a story link to that. There's going to be. And then Twitter will post it on there as well, uh, so you can you can follow along as as the season goes on with all the music from each and every episode. So uh, yeah. let's uh, let's start on a bad foot with previously on. This is going to be the year. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. Let's not start on a bad foot. Let's start on a great foot. We're getting it this year. I'm confident. Your speech at the beginning of the of this episode, Mixie, that was definitely not from B Movie, even though I believe it was probably from B Movie. I don't know how you could think that. Has fired me up, fired my soul, and I am ready (laughs) to get a previously on this year. Let's go. Okay, well, I'm going to start, and I'm going super safe. I'm going to (laughs) go Colleen and Kim with the dagger that says safe, that says in them saying previously on the challenge, but their safe dagger from the draw. Okay. Okay, okay. See how I'm doing it? I'm going safe with the safe dagger. Did you did you catch that? I see that. I respect for that. I just There's so many options. Yeah, there's too many options. And I think the fact mm-hmm. that they would go rookie rookie team for the first previously on It's a gamble. is not a possibility, but which makes that the right choice from our knowledge exactly. of getting these right. Exactly. Reverse psychology. There is no courtyard, Stephen. For that, for just, just before you say you're previously on courtyard is not an option. How dare you take that from me? I'm sorry, it's not an option. I gotta change my pick now. There's no courtyard. <laughs> okay, I am going to go with Devin and Tori in the zone, <laughs> saying previously on the challenge. Okay. Devin and Tori in the zone. The zone. The zone. Auto zone. 
Get in the zone. AutoZone. Not sponsored. Not at all. DMs are open, though, AutoZone. <laughs> I think that's it, Nix. What a great first episode. I think that's it, too. Um, I know we have a couple... I know we have a couple reviews and hotties, but uh, this is a loaded first episode, and I know we keep pushing it back, but uh, I think it'll be better for us to do it on episode two or three, um, just so you all know, because I know you care so much about what's going on in my life. I am in the middle of moving, so there is potential that there is going to be a guest host next week, um, so make sure you tune in to find out if I've lost my job here on the podcast or not. Um you could also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Right Reality. Uh, and as always, please join the Hotties. Link in the description. The Hotties is a Facebook page where we all chat about the episode, chat about the podcast, chat about everything. Honestly, nothing's off limits. So uh, go over there, join the Hotties, and uh, join the fun because it's a party. So much fun that is being had in the Hotties. Be sure you join us over there. And then until next week, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We're back. And better than ever next week. We will see you then. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.